The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the revolution. Do you understand what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) Parts of this are going to sound completely ridiculous. The time has come. The time is now. I stumbled into a land of freaks. (laughs) But I like it! The Revolution with Jim and Trav is on the air. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Buy yourself a horse! Sharpen your knife! Become a mountain man! Woo! (laughs) Who is that? Uh, Laramie Miller. Make a little love. Get down tonight. That was gross. All right, so we are talking what, Jim, on this week's show? We're talking back to basics on this week's show. Back to basics. The entire world is going to hell in a handbasket, so we're heading for the hills. Yeah, we're getting our baskets in line. Yeah, we got all sorts of baskets, and one of them is Laramie Miller. It's a (laughs) big basket, pretty tall, about seven foot, but eight foot wide. No, we're going to have Laramie Miller on in just a second. He's going to stick around for a three-part interview. Oh, he's interesting. He is. Is the last of a breed. He is the last mountain man. I thought I was. You were the farthest thing. <laughs> you were like a cheap knockoff version of Don Johnson. <laughs> All right, so you and your I'm the Marlboro man. Your your shorts, Jerusalem cruisers. <laughs> oh. I expect one day you to be eaten by a wolf. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that will happen. All right, so yeah, we're going to have Laramie Miller on in just a second. All new season, The Trail, Fridays, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Who else are we going to have? Hey, coming up after Laramie Miller is Nate Metcalf. Yeah, with Mojo Outdoors, uh, Saturdays, 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Then we're going to have our roving field reporter, Mitch Petrie. Yeah, he's also the vice president of programming for Outdoor Sportsman Group. He doesn't push that much because roving reporter is way better. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's get pays to better. <laughs> it pays way better. Uh, lots of compliments. All right. All right, let's get to Laramie Miller. I'm getting to where I don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> We're getting back to basics this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Now kicking off a three-part interview with Laramie Miller, host of The Trail, Fridays 8 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here's part one. Hey, Trap, our first guest, guess what? Smells like horses. The Revenant was actually made after him. That is Laramie Miller. That is Laramie Sasquatch Miller. You salute him and bow down. Bow down or die on your knees. That's what I say. Laramie Miller, the host of The Trail, all new season. Got to check it out. Fridays, 8 p.m. Eastern time on Outdoor Channel. Mr. Laramie, big guy, how's it going, buddy? It's going good. Like I said, it's always nice to talk to you guys, so I'm glad I'm glad to be on here. Yeah, well, you know, we, we're going to call you Leonardo. Oh, that would be an insult. Oh, my god! Yeah, gosh. come on now. At least, at least call me, like, Laramie Johnson or something like that. <laughs> I like that. Laramie Johnson. All right, so you got to tell me this, man. You really do. You know, it's one thing you watch a lot of television or you watch shows and the the character that they portray on TV is really not who they are in real life. 
The thing is for you, man, this is who you are through and through where there are no cameras, when there are no people around. This is really how you live your life. The only thing is when you're not filming, it's even more rustic because you don't have the technology. You don't have the cameras. I mean, this is truly, dude, who you are. You know, I've been fortunate the way I was raised. I mean, I don't know any different. I'm a glutton for punishment and I love to do things the hard way. And, you know, it's been passed down to me from, you know, my relatives, my grandpa, my dad, my uncle. So, you know, I don't know any different. Yeah. Well, you know, the interesting part about what you're doing on the trail, I mean, a lot of folks have have wanted to do that. Let's get out there and get back to basics. But uh, they just don't cut it if there's not a 7-Eleven close. But you'd have to build one in order to get it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a difference between wanting to do it and actually doing it. You know, it's it's so much work that most people don't have that. They don't want to work that hard. They don't want to, you know, and like I said, I, I grew up doing it. It's a whole different world when you get out there. You know, I'm lucky because my whole life I've been on the back of a horse in the middle of nowhere. When I was real young, I was chasing cows around in the mountains on the back of a horse by myself most of the time you know it uh that alone you know you see these tv shows and you see people's minds go crazy when they don't have somebody to talk to or they're not sitting there listening to the radio or not listening to you know the tv on or listening to somebody else talk your mind will play tricks on you if you're not used to it but at the end of the day i don't know any different you know what's amazing when you start cutting things out, whether it is people that are no good for your life, whether it's distractions like television, social media, all this noise, it's amazing how life in, in clear thought really comes into play. It's like you can really hear for the first time. And all this other, it is nothing but chaos. It's drama and people get wrapped up into it. And that's what people love. They they just, they they, they crave it, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But it is not essential for life whatsoever. And you really find your true happiness comes when you're content with something, when you have purpose. And that is what your life is truly boiled down to. And I, your, your wife... Or your girlfriend. I don't know if it's your wife or your girlfriend. Um, but she had a cool post. About, Do they know each other? You know, she she found that. I think <laughs> they know each other. I'm pretty sure. Um, but she was talking about, like, how you introduced her to this whole new world. And she didn't even know it was out there and how it has changed her. Um, and I, I think that is really cool because not only are you inspiring Laramie, people that are watching you, you're, you're having that same effect on people in your own life, man. Well, we've gotten... The hustle and bustle, right? You got, you know, it, you got to make that money and you got to, the simplicity of life is not known anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I try to teach it to my kids, but you think of it, you think of the old cultures and, you know, the simplicity. Yeah, it was hard because you had to work and you're constantly doing stuff, but it's necessary stuff. You know, nowadays we have so much stress, mm-hmm. you know, getting the kids to school on time, paying bills. You know, the car payments do, the mortgages do, you know, we have all these stresses in everyday life. But when you get back to the simplicity to where it's survival, to where it's just doing what needs to be done every day, it's so, like, relaxing to me. And, it, you know, that's what I live for. I live for the simplicity of life and survival and just, you know, getting by off of your own wit and you know, I wish the U.S. would go back to the barter system. Yeah. People would, 
you know, this world we live in is so crazy right now. And, you know, the stress and you think about anxiety, you think about all the, the different problems that people have because of the everyday stressors of life, because they feel like they have to keep up with the Joneses and they have to, life needs to be more simple. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the, the, the interesting part about what you just said, all you have really done is taken that stress from the bill paying and, and day-to-day operations at home out on the trail. And every day you have to build a shelter. Every day you have to, you know, harvest something in order to be able to eat. I mean, it's it's really kind of the same stuff, but it's a little more life-consuming when you're on the trail, isn't it? Yeah, well, it, it's more physical stress than mental stress. Mm. You know, the mental the mental stress that we go through every day with just, I mean, your cell phones and your, we have everything at the palm of our hand. Mm-hmm. A cell phone nowadays, I mean, you can do anything with. I mean, you, you can send an email. Email's always been crazy to me. You know, you can send a picture and 30 seconds, somebody all the way across the world mm. can receive it. Yeah. Like, that's just mind boggling to me. But, you know, we have all these, the technology that, it's supposed to make our lives easier, but honestly, it makes it it makes your life harder because it adds more stress than like out on the trail. Yeah, physically it's stressful, but mentally it's just you know what you have to do and you go do it. Yeah, instead of you know, I I like the simplicity of you know if I don't make a car payment, uh, they repossess it. Well, if if I don't build a shelter and provide food for myself, I die. You know, I mean, yeah, exactly. it's kind of I could do without the car. You know, I could do without the car. You know, you 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 learn quickly what is truly important and what you need to survive. All right, let's get to the uh, you know, we're coming up to a break soon, but the all new season of the trail. You got to watch it Fridays, 8 p.m. Eastern time on Outdoor Channel. This is season two. Right now, you should hop on my outdoor TV, watch the entire first season, gear up for the second season. Where did you go to 30 days on the trail? Your your horse seven and your pack horse Jensen, man. Where exactly uh, did this 30 days take place? Well, I was in the in the panhandle of Idaho. Oh, really? So it's the most remote, rugged country in the lower 48. Um, it actually has the most remote spot in the lower 48 is I rode right through. Mm. Furthest away from any roads. Yeah, I went over 200 miles. Wow, really? You bet. Hey, uh, we've got to take a break. Stick around because uh, we're going to have a whole lot more fun with Laramie Miller right after this. This has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Mr. Laramie, before we get to a break, man, to learn more about you, the all-new season of The Trail, Fridays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Where can we find you online, buddy? And send you an email. So it's LaramieMiller.com. Or uh, you can find me on all the social media outlets. It's Laramie Sasquatch Miller. Hi, part two with Laramie Miller right after this. I see Sasquatch. Sasquatch likes to tan with cow brains. What's that? Sasquatch likes to tan with cow brains. There's not enough brain in a beaver to tan the hide of a deer. But like what I use, I usually go get uh, cow brains. You can never apply too much brain. You're on The Revolution with Jim and Trev. Half not what America will do for you. The voice. But what together we can do. Of America. For the freedom of man. Stick around. The Revolution will continue right after these important messages. For the dedicated American hunter, it's going to be a record year. 
And now's the time to prep for the ultimate season. So go to ultimateseason.com for the ultimate buyer's guide of new hunting products, fresh content from industry experts, entertaining and educational videos, and proven tips and tactics you can employ in the field. Wow! It's going to be a record year. So get geared up now at ultimateseason.com. High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav and back to basics. Now let's get back to Laramie Miller, host of The Trail, Fridays 8 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel, presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. This is part two. Hey, as we continue to talk about back to the basics, and of course we got Larry Miller on the line. Of course, this guy—I mean, he—he he makes uh, Jeremiah Johnson look like a Boy Scout. Yeah, so you're in the backwoods of Idaho. You got your Lucky Horse Seven, your Pack Horse Jensen, you got your your Kick Case Knives, and you have a longbow. You're really—I mean, you better be proficient with a longbow if you want to uh, have some substance. Um, was it tough out there? I mean, obviously you're going to correlate this with seasons and you got your tags and everything's up to par there. I mean, but without a rifle, without your black powder rifle, um, was it tough? You know, it's always tough. And especially in that kind of country, that there's so many predators. And so your deer and elk populations aren't very high. And so, you know, trying to find food was tough at first. You know, I relied a lot on foraging and then fish you know Mm -hmm. i caught quite a few fish but i'm sorry a guy my size fish just don't do it yeah (laughs) you know i need that red meat i i struggled for a little bit you know living off of mushrooms and a fish here and there but then it just all seemed to come together and i had a stretch there where i got really lucky yeah Yeah. i ate wolf i ate wolf for the first time no way oh Yep. Oh, before he ate him. Now, you know, question for you, you know, because I was going to say in that country, I mean, you've got mountain lions, you have bears, you have wolves on your list of, uh, you know, things you'd rather avoid if you could. Things to look out. For. Which is higher on the um, list for you? Is it wolves or bear? Well, where I went, there's grizzly bear back there. Oh, so, oh wow. You know, oh, well. You can't hunt them. You can't. I don't mind wolves because there's, I mean, wolves aren't going to come attack you. They, you know, might come and harass my horses and stuff like that, which that's dangerous. But the grizzly bear is the number one animal you want to avoid because, yeah, you know, especially in areas like that, they're so dominant because they're, you know, there's getting to be a good population. And so they have zero fear of humans, mm. you know, and they'll actually hunt you you know, in some of them areas. And, you know, so that's the number one animal I want to try to avoid. Yeah. Not that I'm afraid of them, but it's just, it becomes a problem. Well, <laughs> you have a great respect for them. That's the whole thing. Now, yeah. you're, you're shooting a longbow. Now, if you're shooting a compound, maybe your your uh, range is a little longer, but you've got to be pretty tight with those. Uh, and also, when you shoot that arrow, you only have so many arrows unless you're making them along the trail as you're whittling. Yeah. Uh, you got to go retrieve that arrow, don't you? Oh yeah, you—that's the last thing you want is to lose arrows back there. Yeah, and 
Indians show up. Yeah. So what? Did, yeah. <laughs> let's say you know if you did have that encounter, you know, which you've had numerous encounters over the years. I mean, for a man that has as much experience as you do, it's impossible for you not to. But kind of like if you were to run into a grizzly and he's like, you know, what, you're a six foot seven, two hundred seventy pound looking Twinkie. You look pretty tasty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Especially you're sleeping. Oh, I, mean, yeah. I mean, I look like a burrito rolled up in my sleeping bag. So. <laughs> I know. You look beautiful. A little sour cream on top. Now, did you have bear spray or anything like that? I mean, kind of like what were you prepared for if, you know, if it no, came I mean, to that? I actually this year I did, because of the grizzly population, I did take a revolver with me. Oh, did you? So yeah. Took, uh, yeah, I took a Magnum Research VFR revolver with me. Oh, but yeah. even then, I mean, a, a grizzly bear, if he wants to eat you and he has it in his mind to attack you, I mean, you better have some wood-wise sense because you can have all the gun power, you can shoot bazookas at him, and they can still, <laughs> you know, it's amazing what a grizzly bear can do while he's dying. Mm-hmm. All right. It, it, is it a myth that grizzlies can't climb trees or can they climb trees? They can. Most of them just don't. Your smaller bears will climb trees all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh. But, you know, the bigger they get, they wind up falling and, you know, 800, 900 pounds falling out of a tree. I don't think I'd want to do that either. No, you get in that territory, though. It's pretty loose soil. You know, let's say a grizzly bear, he's he's having a bad day. So you climb a nice, decent 14-inch tree. There's a good possibility he could push it over. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like he's yep. like, well, I'm not going to climb it. I'm going to fall. So I'm just going to push it over and use it as a skewer. You know, I mean, they are strong, <laughs> strong bears. Oh, yeah. Winds up being a toothpick when he's done with you. (laughs) Well, you know, I hunted uh, in the Clearwater National Forest down there around Kooski, Idaho one time. I was right there close to Kooski. Oh, were you really? Okay, well, there's a lot of black bear in that country. And you know what? Everybody says, nah, don't worry about black bear. But they're just as mean and ugly as grizzlies, aren't they? Well, the difference is a black bear, if a black bear attacks you, he's attacking you to eat you. Mm. If a grizzly attacks you... You know, it's more of a dominance thing. Yeah, get out of my way. Yeah. Oh, wow. I don't think I want to have any of those. No. You know? So, you know, you're out there, and did you have GPS or anything like that? If things did go south, did you have some sort of beacon or a way to transmit to people? Or were you just like, hey, Laramie, see you in 30 days? Yeah, no louder. How did you prepare for well, that? Well, I took, I had I had a uh, in-reach in my camera bag. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's just, that you know, there for just in case. But uh, I never used it. Mm-hmm. Didn't pull it out. Never used GPS. I don't, I rarely use a GPS unless I'm tracking my dogs in regular life. So Now, when you when you were out there, what type of game did you harvest? I mean, I think. If you could I, tell and, us. Yeah, that you could tell us. Uh, we know that you, you, well, you I got a Well, I ran into everything but mountain lions. Oh, really? Oh, wow. I can tell you that. I ran in. I had bear encounters i had wolf encounters again elk deer mm. i ate very well especially <laughs> towards the end i'll just say that he gained <laughs> he gained weight <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness of course our pack horse is no longer here. well i only lost so last year i lost 36 pounds oh wow this year i only lost 24 seriously really yeah oh man that's like and you- most of that's just because you're working so much and you know, you think about it, the thing you don't realize is, you know, you're cutting firewood all day long and you're you're constantly working, you're constantly moving, you know, and so you have so much 
you know, you're wasting so much energy that you're going to lose weight. I don't care who you are. You know, our normal everyday life, you know, I'm still really active and I hike a lot and I, but I eat a lot too. Mm -hmm. But when you're out there, you're not eating as much and you're expending so much energy that you're going to lose weight. You know, the thing is too, you know, it's just not you. Okay. And then you have your animals, your horses with you as well. You have to tend to those. They have to have food. They have to have water. They have to have some sort of protection from all the predators out there. And so it is kind of like taking care of a child, man. I mean, you need these animals and they need to be in peak performance and shape and in good health. And you have to put their needs first because if not, man, then you're SOL. Oh, yeah. I mean, your horse is your lifeline, mm-hmm. you know, especially with your gear. And I always equate things back to the mountain man. And, you know, you think about them. If they lost a horse. That was almost a death sentence. Mm, wow. Hey, we got to take another break, big guy. Stick around because more Laramie Miller right after this. Yeah, this has been presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. Hop on there and type in The Trail. Type in Laramie Miller. A lot of good stuff. You can type in bad ass too. You can, and that will come up. It's going to be a big screen. Or big ugly. <laughs> big <laughs> ugly. Alright, so real quick before we get to a break, man, where can we find you online? So LaramieMiller.com or Laramie Sasquatch Miller on all your social media. Believe it or not, the mountain man has TikTok, too. Oh! <laughs> More Laramie Miller right after this. Slap some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Live 24-7 at JimandTrav.com. Connect with the number one outdoor radio show on the planet and stay tuned. The Revolution will be right back. Tuesday nights on Outdoor Channel, our favorite hunters bring you their favorite moments. Smoked his butt. Look at that thing. On Mossy Oak Moments, we'll be chasing long beards, big white tail bucks, high country giants, and more. Hi, let's go get some deer. You better. We'll also help you sharpen your wildlife management skills on the gamekeepers of Mossy Oak. Look at the head on that deer. Mossy Oak Moments, Tuesdays beginning at 7 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. High Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Thanks for tuning in to The Revolution with Jim and Trav today. All right, let's charge this baby up. We're getting back to basics. Now, once again, here's Laramie Miller, host of The Trail, Fridays, 8 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel, brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at himtnjerky.com. Here's part three. Hey, we are talking back to basics on this week's show. Of course, we've had two parts with Laramie Miller. This is the third and final edition of Laramie Miller. Now, the fact that... Did I say that fatally or You what? did. Uh, now, question for you. This trek lasted, what, about 150 miles? Before you started off, did you have places that you wanted to get to that particular day or whatever uh, all the way through the whole trip? How many times did you start and stop on that trek? So I... I went, I actually went over 200 miles and I had an idea. I had looked at a map before I went in there and I had an idea of where I wanted to go, but that got thrown out the window the first two days because I went down a trail and ran into a huge rock slide Mm -hmm. and wound up having to turn around because I couldn't make it through with the horses. So I had to backtrack and go 20 some miles back and find another route down. 
And so, you know, I just kind of flew by the seat of my pants and camped where I thought looked good. And, you know, I, I made, I camped like seven different places, mm. you know, so it was, uh, I just flew by the seat of my pants. I didn't make a cabin this year like I did last year, but, you know, I was making shelters and I kind of went where the game was. Yeah. Now you, you, you watch a lot of shows or you talk to people and they're very specific about what they want to pack and what they want to take with them. Um, and, you know, I've, I have, I've been in the mountains a lot, haven't done nearly the crap you have done. Um, but when it comes to essentials, you know, you talk about nothing is more irreplaceable than a good knife, you know. Um, what are like your go-tos, a couple knives, a firearm? I mean, if you had to narrow it down to like the most important things in Laramie Miller's pack, what would it be? Number one thing's a knife. Is it really? If you have a good knife, you can literally do anything and everything. Mm. You know, your your knife is your lifeline because you can, from your knife, you can make arrows. You can, you know, baton wood and get firewood and, you know, you can dig, you can do everything with a knife. Mm. Obviously, there's other things that make life simpler, but if you have a knife, you're set. If you know what to do with it. Yeah. Now, uh, how much weight did your pack horse carry? I, I know most people, when they go on the in the backcountry, they weigh their packs to make sure, number one, that they're balanced and so forth. But they know about how much. How much did you take with you? I had about 120 pounds worth of gear. And about 85 of that was all camera gear. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. So I had to take... I mean, because when you're back there, I took a charging system mm. that was solar powered so that I can charge all the batteries for um, the cameras, you know, to last 32 days. That's a long time. So, all right. Usually someone takes like uh, one thing with them, you know, whether it's coffee, whether it's Copenhagen, maybe some smoke, some chew, candy bars. What was the one thing you took with you? Well, I will tell you, I had Copenhagen and coffee. <laughs> that was the only Jim Beam. The only two things, the only two things that I took in there that were for me essential because I'd have been yelling at my horse the whole time, probably if I didn't have those two things. <laughs> you got to have a good dip and a cup of coffee. That's what you got to have. <laughs> yeah, I'm a glutton for punishment, you know. Well, in, in your in the process of uh, you know when you pulled up to your first site after leaving home or trailhead or whatever it was did you actually make a shelter or did you just take the tarp that you normally cover up your pack horse uh, packs with and just kind of roll into it? i've done that in alaska where we're traveling you know like 200 miles up a river we didn't set up a tent we just took the uh, sleeping bag laid the tent the the tarp out put the the uh, sleeping bag in there and just covered ourselves up with that and that was it and we, of course we were hoping there was no bear showed up but never and they never yeah. did but uh no a good manny tarp i mean that's you think of the mountain men that's what they did they had a good manny tarp and they'd roll up in that they'd use it as a lean to they and that's you know that's what i did all my shelters consisted of me either laying on the ground with my manny tarp or making lean tos or partial teepees out of that manny tarp and let's mm. talk about water i mean you got to stay hydrated while you're out there of course horses can drink anywhere but uh was there a lot of uh giardia factors there or salmonella or did you boil no. your water would you do 
Well, the nice thing about the mountains, if you know what to look for, you know, if water runs through gravel or moss for 50 feet, it's purified. Mm. It does the same thing as it going through your filter. You know, so if you, I, I'm always conscious of where I drink, but if you know where to look, you don't have to boil it. You don't have to, you know, unless it's stagnant water, that's the nice thing about the mountains. Mm. You know, if it would have been a different area where there's more stagnant water, then I'd have had to boil it all. Now, you know, question for you. You can't tell us exactly everything that happened on this season now, but what would you say? Because everyone loves that, you know, clinch your butt cheek moment. What is one of the most precarious, dangerous situations you have ever been in, in in all of your adventures? It could be this season. It could be from 10 years ago. What is one time where Laramie thought, my God, this is it. This this could possibly be it. Have you ever had that moment? Oh, I've had a few of those moments. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> you know, one of the one of the scariest things for me in the mountains is when you're on a horse and you go across a rock slide or you know shell rock and that horse starts sliding. Mm, yeah, you have no control. You just got to let that horse try to figure it out. And I mean, you're at his mercy. And uh, you know, I've almost I've had some really nasty horse wrecks, and you know, I dang near had a couple instances like that this year on the trail but it you know that's one of the scariest things to me the animals and stuff like that i can rely on myself to get out of that situation but when you're on the back of a horse and he starts sliding Mm -hmm. i mean it's like being in a vehicle on black ice and it starts sliding like there's nothing you know jesus take the wheel pretty much (laughs) (laughs) because Big hint, fall uphill. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Always get off on the uphill side. Yeah, uphill side. All right. So this all new season, man, um, were there any, and again, you can't give away, was there any moment in this season where, you know, you, you go 20 miles out of your way, you run into a rock slide. I mean, that's a big setback. Did you have any other big setbacks or moments you think, this might get upended here. I mean, this there might not be a season two of the trail because this isn't going well. Were there any of those moments? I mean, I, I had predator problems. Mm. Um, you know, that's as far as I'll say. But, you know, I had a couple of really intense moments of predators coming into camp that... We don't know the thing that people pretty, pretty sketchy. It wasn't it wasn't Jared Fogle either. It wasn't it wasn't the subway dude. <laughs> yeah. no, there were knows, no men in dresses. <laughs> Laramie knows how to deal with those guys. All right, so Laramie Miller, you have to watch the all new second season, The Trail. You're gonna love it. Fridays, eight PM Eastern time on Outdoor Channel. This has been brought to you by High Mount Seasonings. They have everything to make a delicious wolf. Visit them online at HIMTNJerky.com. Jimbo, who we got coming up next? Nate Bitcalf with Mojo TV. That's right. Now, Mr. Laramie, <laughs> before we get to a break, buddy, to learn more about you, your partners, Case Knives, uh, the all-new second season of The Trail, where can we find you online, buddy? So go to all your social media outlets, Laramie Sasquatch Miller, and then LaramieMiller.com. Laramie, God bless you. We love you so much, buddy. Thank you, guys. It's always fun to be on and chat with you guys. The Revolution with Jim and Travis on the air. Go ahead. Please give us the finger by clicking on your mouse and logging on to JimandTrav.com and providing us some feedback. Don't move. The Revolution with Jim and Trav will continue after these short messages. Ignite your sense of adventure and feel the engine roar. 
Get set, go. This is five teams challenging themselves in an epic adventure competition. You'll be judged on your abilities to traverse challenging terrain. I love four-wheeling, I love camping. Might as well get out there and do something a little out of the ordinary. Overlanders, saddle up, time to ride. Go. Overlanders, Fridays at 8 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Outdoor adventure and great eating go hand in hand with all of our High Mountain Seasonings jerky kits, snack and sticks, buckboard bacon, finishing sauces, rubs and shakers, marinades, and more. Go to HIMTNJerky.com or call 1-800-829-2285 today. The Revolution with Jim and Trav is on the air, talking back to basics this week. Now, here's Nate Metcalf, producer of Mojo Outdoors, Saturdays, 3.30 p.m. Eastern on Sportsman Channel. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. Here's Jim and Trav. Hey, we are back. We're talking back to the basics on this week's show. You know, before the break, wasn't that great to talk to old Laramie Miller? Yeah. He's a wild kind of guy. I call him Mount Man Wilbur. That's <laughs> yeah. his name. Right, so hey, Wilbur. We got Nate Metcalf on. He is the producer, Mojo TV. You see him all over the world. Uh, that is Saturdays, 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. Mr. Nate, how's it going today, buddy? Going great. Thanks for having me back, guys. Good to talk to you. Yeah, for all the time that you're down in uh, Mexico and South America, I should say Buenas Noches. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I wish my Spanish was better and I could uh, give an intelligent response. So that's a good question, though. All the traveling. I mean, you guys go all over the place. Have you yes, picked sir. up a little of the native tongue where you're going? Kind of, you know, you know, don't they a style banyo. You know how to go to the bathroom somewhere. Uh, but have you picked anything up? Uh, well, uh, you know, with technology, it kind of makes you lazy, but... I lived in Italy for two years when I was with, was up when I was with the Air Force, and um, I learned how much is this beer and where's the bathroom. So uh, <laughs> that's, that's that's about it. You so. really don't need anything else. <laughs> <laughs> cover cover the the basics. Yes. Sir. Yeah. Now you were uh, saying uh, during the break, man. Uh, going to San Quentin, and we're not talking about hard times in California. Assume the position. But San Quentin Bay down in Mexico, and that seems, I mean, incredible opportunity uh, for hunting, man. It, it truly is. Uh, they have the largest concentration of Pacific Brant once they migrate out of Alaska. And there's three bays. Two of them are protected. And then you're, you're, um, they, they allow hunting in the one bay. And, you know, they have pretty strict limits. Um Everything down from uh, tagging the geese and um, what they do with the geese, they take them immediately back, 100% utilize everything. It's almost uh, sacred there. Mm. Um, super protected, and it's just the backdrop is gorgeous. There's inactive volcanoes. They have restaurants set up on volcanoes, and it. You know, it's it's the winter time when we go hunt down there, obviously, and it's almost like an abandoned beach type situation. It's very, very cool. It's a really cool trip. It's a guy named Sergio Alcazar from ALC Global that takes us down there. He's been going down there for something like twenty or so years. And another amazing thing is, like twenty to thirty percent of the brand are banded. Hmm. So if you're out there trying to collect a band, and Pacific Brand is on your uh, bucket list. 
Sergio Alcazar is your guy. Well, as we're waiting, you know, kind of to kick things off here in the lower 48 in September, going down mm-hmm. there back to gaucho country, if you will, in Argentina, primetime really kicks off in July and August. And what they have in the duck marshes, like 12 to 13 different species you can hunt that we don't have here in North America, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I started off when I start producing the show for, for Mojo, uh, I'll admit it, man. I, I did not duck hunt. You know, I grew up on a farm in Pennsylvania and we had mallards flying around and whatnot. And it was just, man, there's a duck, whatever. Never really thought about it. It wasn't until I ate ducks that I actually got intrigued with shooting them. Mm. And, you know, I was like, huh. I was like, I have flying groceries all around my house. <laughs> you know, put some of these bad boys in the freezer. And then, of course, <laughs> hanging out with Terry and Mike Morgan and Chuck, you know, I was able to really get a kind of condensed course on how to hunt them. And, it's quickly become probably my favorite type of hunting. I mean, I still love turkey hunting. That's, that's my jam, but I mean, I really love duck hunting. And that's one thing I noticed even before I was a duck hunter was going to Argentina and I could see the desire and, and why it'd be so, um, why people get so excited to go to Argentina because there's so many different species and species that we don't have here. You know, your Brazilian teal, your ring teal, you have all these cool different teal ducks and your rosy bill, you know, your rosy bill replaces the mallard up here so there's there's just so many different pintails i mean different widgeon uh and even as uh, someone who didn't truly at the time appreciate duck hunting i appreciated how cool it would be to go down there and check all these different species off the list and they're really wild looking it's just you know something you don't see it's almost like seeing a new color you know Mm -hmm. it's kind of weird to say but uh it's like i didn't even know this duck existed this is awesome so yeah it is super cool different sounds they fly different it's a really refreshing uh, hunt to go. I, I highly recommend anyone, any anyone who really has a passion for waterfowl to go to Argentina experience at least one time. Yeah, once again, hang out with Nate Metcalf, the producer, Mojo TV. Got to watch it Saturdays, 3.30 p.m. Eastern time on Sportsman Channel. Now, in Uruguay, obviously, they're not known for their, you know, dove population like Argentina, but they have some of the best duck hunting in the world, don't they? Yeah, we got to go to Uruguay uh, a few years ago, and it was spectacular. We started off in Argentina, and then we went over to Uruguay, and it was a lot of rosy bill. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was it was a really, really, really cool cool hunt. They were using um, German short hair pointers for retrievers, which I thought was pretty interesting. Yeah, and the dog, I mean, outstanding. Um, you know, I I don't think I've ever filmed with uh, pointers for ducks trying to think I, I can't think of anything offhand but yeah that was a that was kind of a treat to see them work um and you know that's another high volume duck type thing and when they would start calling the, the dogs would get down into the marsh and kind of lay down and get a low profile and you know we're always anytime there's a duck in the spread we don't shoot we're not filming you know mm-hmm. uh, yeah but, them that's just another day in the marsh mm, i yep. thought he was gonna say german short hair boys you know like little immigrant <laughs> boys that come over i was like oh this is interesting <laughs> yep. they don't say heil hitler though <laughs> anyhow anyhow you know we were talking about uh dove hunting down in in mexico and, and of course here in the uh, lower 48 come september 1 it kicks off but about the same time Teal season kicks off. That early teal. I mean, get those blue wings and and uh, green wing teal. I mean, they come in like uh, jet planes, don't they? Absolutely. Yeah, they're super agile. Blue wing teal is probably one of my favorite things to film. They're very. They're, it's not so that they're super fast. It's just that they're super super agile. So they're in and out so fast. Um, kind of remind me of an F sixteen. I mean, just it, it, they're super maneuverable. It's hard to hit. 
Um, I remember the first time I filmed them, it's a super quick early hunt. You know, typically you're done in two hours. And I remember uh, yelling to Terry and saying, hey, I got good light now. And he looked at me and goes, boy, we're done. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> I was like, okay. So that was kind of my first experience with blue-winged teal. Now we always go to uh, – we always try to – Terry has a farm in uh, Louisiana. We always we always like to hunt. Sometimes they hit it, sometimes they don't. But we always go to Rocky Creek Retrievers um, down in uh, El Campo, Texas, uh, Steve Biggers. And that is an experience in itself. Um, I mean, he has bands playing at night. Food's incredible. Awesome lodge. Steve is as, as good as a guy you ever want to meet. And the hunting spectacular. It's no nonsense. He has a great, great, great team. Uh, and it's almost kind of like family going down there. I talk to Steve regularly, um, just solely from teal hunting. Uh, mm-hmm. they obviously have regular season duck hunting as well. That's spectacular. But yeah, the teal hunting is everyone's excited. You know, it's, it's, uh, you know, you, you have a full limit. So it's kind of like duck hunting before the actual regular duck season comes in there because for years they didn't give you a full limit and, you know, now they do and it's, it's a, it's, it, it, it's, you can feel it in the air. It's electric. Everyone's excited. You get people from all over the country. They're all meeting. You know, you're having dinner with these people. You're watching, you're watching college football with these guys. You have Texas fans. You have Arkansas fans. You have LSU fans. You know, whatever you, you know, whatever you can think of. I went to Tennessee. Some Tennessee fans. So I usually watch TV by myself. But uh, <laughs> it is really, really, really good time. All right. So again, watch Mojo TV Saturdays, three thirty p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. This has been brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Hop online, check them out. YamahaMotorsports.com. Jimbo, who we got coming up next? Hey, coming up next is our roving reporter. Mitch Petrie. He's also the Vice President of Programming at Outdoor Sportsman's Group. That's right. He's drunk in Florida right now with Toby Keith. All <laughs> right, so Mr. Nate, man, God bless you. We love you, buddy. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, guys. Have a great rest of your week, and always a pleasure talking to you guys. The Revolution with Jim and Trev. It's more than just listening to outdoor radio. It's like arming your brain. Check out JimandTrav.com and stick around. The Revolution will be right back. For the dedicated American hunter, this is the ultimate season. And for the dedicated Luke Bryan fan, this is the ultimate concert. Enter the ultimate season sweepstakes for your chance to win a VIP trip for two to see country legend Luke Bryan in concert. Whoa! We'll also be giving away an ultimate hunting prize pack every week. Ultimate concert. Ultimate prize pack. It's the sweepstakes event of the season. Enter today at ultimateseason.com. Are you wondering what to do with your leftover game meat? Turn it into delicious snacks. At High Mountain Seasonings, we have 25 jerky making kits, 14 snack and stick kits, and 20 sausage making kits. That means we have something for everybody. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. The Revolution with Jim and Travis getting back to basics this week. Now, please welcome Mr. Mitch Petrie, Vice President of Programming for Outdoor Sportsman Group. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here are the boys. 
Hey, we're back. We're talking back to the basics on this week's show. And of course, before the break, we had Nate Metcalf with Mojo TV. That's right. Now we're going to Florida to see our roving reporter. He is actually sending up smoke signals right now. Uh, he is the vice president of programming for Outdoor Sportsman Group. That is Mr. Mitch Petrie. Mitch, how's it going, buddy? Going great. Thanks for having me back here. I'm uh, I'm recovering from uh, a fantastic experience in Orlando at the ICAST Fishing Trade Show. It's that industry trade show where the who's who uh, allow me to show up and uh, sniff around. I met some great people. We did some entertaining down there and, and found some really cool products I wanted to tell you about. Yeah, well, I heard that you had a couple of really neat events there at ICAST. And, of course, you know, now that that is in the bag, I mean, it's only to look forward to all of the new products that will come out. Yeah. You know, I think we gave a, a little bit of a tease with the last interview that I did, but I took uh, a couple of guys uh, that I work with out fishing, and my, my guy Monty Daniels caught a 9.25-pound largemouth bass. Wow. Wow. It was 24 inches, and holy cow, that was so much fun. I've never seen a 24-inch bass like that, and just an absolute tank of a fish. It had already spawned. Otherwise, that thing would have been well over 10 pounds. It was a uh, pretty cool fish, great experience there. Uh, We spent the next day uh, uh, giving the wrong impression. We do work while we're there, but we also did a little work uh, uh, golf event with uh, our friends from Yeti Coolers. Hmm. And um, uh, then we hosted a party on uh, Thursday night, and that was uh, with the country music group Low Cash. And we had met on the trade show floor a guy you may have heard of by the name of Toby Key. Well, (laughs) Toby Key, he bought a fishing tackle company called Lucky Strike Lures. You've probably heard of them. I think Jimmy Houston is involved with them. So Toby is working the trade show floor at ICAST, and we go and meet him. And, of course, my guy Monty uh, extends an invite to our party. So Toby shows up, uh, and then about halfway through the low-cash set, he got up on stage and sang five songs at our party. Wow. What a treat that was. And he's recovering from stomach cancer. And so it was fun to see him up on stage. I mean, he's lost a lot of weight, but he was, he was excited. He had actually gained back some pounds and, uh, you know, he's working on, uh, uh, working on a tour and appearances for this fall. All right. So Mitch Petrie, our roving reporter, he is also, you know, it's kind of like, well, vice president of programming for outdoor sportsman group. That is important, but not nearly as important as talking to us to learn more about you guys, upcoming programs, everything you have going on, man. Where can we find you online? Yeah, I think the best place to go is to check us out on our social media. Go for Outdoor Channel or Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network on Instagram and Facebook. And uh, you can find my adventures at Mitch Petrie Official on Instagram. And uh, I'll tell you, I'll drop a little hint for next time. I'm actually planning to go to Bowfest up in uh, northern Wisconsin here this weekend. So my next report, I'll be able to shift into hunting gear. I'll be hanging out with Michael Waddell and Nate Hosey, Randy Birdsong, Pat and Nicole Reeve. Um, so we'll have some cool things coming from Bowfest and uh, I'll probably talk more archery because that will be top of mind by the time we get back together. All right. This has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Uh, Got to get to a break. Mr. Mitch, God bless you. We love you, buddy. Thanks for having me, guys. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Remember, no one will ever love you more than Jim and Trav will. Wow, that's pretty creepy. Call the boys now, 785-846-7647. And don't move. The Revolution will be right back. 
Reimagine every adventure, every terrain, every incredible memory. The Yamaha Wolverine family of side-by-side vehicles help you reimagine off-road capability, comfort, and confidence. Available right now at your local Yamaha dealer. With the Wolverine R-Max 21000 and R-Max 41000, recreation meets sport and maximum power meets maximum comfort and versatility. And with the Wolverine X2 and X4850, extreme terrain meets its match. Find your Yamaha Wolverine at your local Yamaha dealer or at YamahaMotorsports.com. That's YamahaMotorsports.com. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. Vehicle specification subject to change. Chocolate lovers, Michael Horn here along with J.D. Jeremy Dayton. We've got a special offer for them if they love chocolate. Am I right, J.D.? Oh, yeah. Go to vinedabar.com and put in the code CHOCOLATE20. You get 20% off your order. Now, here's the thing. Vine Bar chocolate is dark chocolate mixed in with the Chardonnay mark. That's the skins of the Chardonnay. So you get all the health benefits of the wine, the health benefits of the dark chocolate, and you get some very delicious chocolate with Himalayan salt, so many great different varieties. But you have to go to the website. It's vinetobar.com, and the code is CHOCOLATE20. You like chocolate, J.D., am I right? Oh, I like me some chocolate too much. Yes. Too much. Go to vinetobar.com and put in chocolate 20. You get 20% off your order. Again, vinetobar, V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. The code chocolate, C-H-O-C-O-L-A-T-E 20. Vine to bar chocolate, chocolate 20. Great show, everyone. We just got to get out of here. Man, this is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. What the hell are you still doing here? Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week. We had a great time with O'Leary May Miller. Plus Nate Metcalf and Mitch Petrie. Outstanding show going back to basics. This has been one heck of a week for us because... We've had a great time with this show. Last word, big guy. Last word is get out there. It's summertime. I don't care if it is hot. Sweat. (laughs) You should follow your own advice. All right, so (laughs) uh, hammer home firearm safety as you sweat, boys and girls. Very important. Get Release those toxins. All right, so we will return next week. We got Jeff Danker on. We got John Carter. And Cat Daddy. All right, so God bless you and the United States of America. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 